Welcome to Glass Houses, a Billy Joel podcast. I'm Michael Grosvenor. And I'm Jack Frenino. Join us as we dig deep into Billy Joel's songs and history and what his music has meant to us. Summer 2023 is here, and it's hard to believe it. In the world of Billy Joel, however, it seems like every year that comes upon us brings a new anniversary to celebrate in Billy's career. 2023 now marks 40 years since the release of An Innocent Man. And I thought it'd be fun for my playlist this year to do 10 songs that inspired the 10 songs on the album. It's well known that the An Innocent Man album was an homage to the music that Billy and the band grew up on in the 50s and 60s. A lot of soul music, a lot of Motown, a lot of doo-wop. It's all there. And they are wearing their influences on their sleeves on this record. And some a little more subtle than others, but for many, there are very distinct callbacks to classic songs from the generation prior. The first song on An Innocent Man is Easy Money. Billy was going for a James Brown, Wilson Pickett kind of song. And so for my first song here, I thought I would go with Wilson Pickett to kick things off. And we're going to do the track Stagger Lee, which Wilson Pickett's version came out in 1968. However, this song dates back to 1923 that is the earliest documented recording that i'm finding here so it is a classic folk song that has been covered by everybody from fats domino ike and tina turner righteous brothers james brown wilson pickett as we mentioned johnny and the hurricanes tom rush taj mahal and the list absolutely goes on and on and on now i picked this version of stagger lee because of the vibe it really has the same energy for me as easy money and in fact this song is also about a gambler and one of the principal characters of the song is named billy funny enough so the gambling theme the rock and roll it's all there and this is a fun high energy way to kick off an innocent man and this playlist so this is stagger lee by wilson pickett and it's also worth noting that this made it to number 22 on the u.s pop charts in 1968 here it is stagger lee the night was clear and the moon was yellow And the leaves came tumbling down I was standing on the corner When I heard my bulldog He was barking at to me Who was gambling in the dark Oh yeah It was Stagger Oh yeah, Stagger Lee, cry 
Now we're moving on to the next song on the Innocent Man album, which is the self-titled track in Innocent Man. And that was very much inspired by the Drifters. And so coming up here, we're going to be doing Under the Boardwalk, which was recorded and released in the spring and summer of 1964. And it charted quite well. This was a big hit for the Drifters. It reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and remains one of their most world-renowned songs to date throughout their illustrious career. This song, you can really hear the bounciness that Billy went for with An Innocent Man with the great bass and guitar work, with the drums keeping a nice steady groove. It's a very nice track, and uh, you even hear some sweeping strings, which I know Billy utilized a bit on the Innocent Man track as well. Uh, I know you all know this song, so let's get right into it. This is The Drifters with Under the Boardwalk. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof And your shoes get so hot, you wish your tired feet were fireproof With my babies Where I'll be Under the boardwalk Out of the sun Under the boardwalk We'll be having some fun Under the boardwalk People walking above Under the boardwalk We'll be making love Under the boardwalk Boardwalk from the park you hear the happy sound of a carousel mm, You can almost taste the hot dogs and french fries they sell next song on An Innocent Man is The Longest Time, and many have said it's an homage to Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. I can certainly hear that, but for my ears, this song really reminds me a lot of a song called So Much In Love, which was written by George Williams, Bill Jackson, and Roy Strages. This is recorded by The Times in 1963, but I really hear The Longest Time all throughout this song. 
the finger snaps, the moving vocal lines, and it is very close to full-on doo-wop, much like The Longest Time. It starts out with the finger snaps and the vocals, but then you have some brushes and bass. And that's very similar to The Longest Time because on top of the vocals, which are all Billy, you have finger snaps, you have Liberty DeVito playing brushes, and Doug Stegmeier playing bass. Why don't we get into it? And I think you'll hear many of the stylistic similarities from this track. It's a very upbeat song about being in love. Sound familiar? Here is The Times with So Much In Love. We find ourselves in a world of our own. As we stroll along together So, 
Does that melody sound familiar? That was a bit of Beethoven with Piano Sonata Number no. 8 in C minor, Opus 13, the Pathetique Sonata. And that melody was utilized for the chorus of this night. Around this time, a lot of pop artists were actually doing this, reinterpreting some classical pieces, changing some of the arrangements a bit, adding lyrics, and creating this. But Billy took it a step further and really beautifully incorporated this melody into this night. And in fact, if you go later on in the piece, it changes to a 6-8 feel and you hear it even clearer. Let's check that out. So that clearly is where the chorus came from. In fact, if you look in the Innocent Man liner notes, it will say words of music by Billy Joel, except the chorus of This Night by L.V. Beethoven. So even though not obligated, I believe because public domain, Billy rightfully credited Beethoven with the chorus of This Night. As for the rest of the song, it said that it was quite influenced by Little Anthony and the Imperials. And I can certainly hear that, especially on this song, Tears on My Pillow. It is just a beautiful, moving doo-wop song. You know, another great love song. Uh, this one's about losing love, rather. And uh, this came out in 1958 and was written by Sylvester Bradford and Al Lewis. And just a great song. And it's in the same 6-8 feel and has the same bounciness and quite a bit of the same vocal approach with great backing vocals. You can certainly hear that they were listening to this song when this night was being crafted. So here is Little Anthony and the Imperials with Tears on My Pillow. You don't remember me, but I remember you. Was not so long ago You broke my heart in two Tears on my pillow Pain in my heart Caused by you If we could start anew I wouldn't hesitate I'd gladly take you back And tempt the hand of fate Tears on my pillow Pain in my heart Caused by you Love is not a gadget Love is not a toy When you find the one 
Okay, the final song on side one of An Innocent Man is Tell Her About It. And for this song, we are going to head over to West Grand Boulevard, Motown, the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. And this legendary song is by none other than the Supremes. The song was recorded and released in the summer of 1966 on Motown. And it was written by one of the most legendary songwriting teams on the Motown staff at the time. Holland Dozier Holland. Having grown up in Michigan, in the metro Detroit area, Motown music was in my DNA. I grew up with it, listened to it all the time. It was always playing in the house. And, you know, all this great music that was literally made down the street from where I grew up, (laughs) so to speak. It, um, yeah, I always have a special place for Motown music. And this is one of my favorites from that era. This is You Can't Hurry Love by The Supremes. Now, about 20 years later, Phil Collins did a recording of it in 1982 and had a huge hit with it again. But for this version, we're going to go back to the original with Dinah Ross and the Supremes with You Can't Hurry Love.
right, and now we are flipping the album over to side two. And the first song on side two for Billy Joel is Uptown Girl. And Billy has mentioned on several occasions how this was inspired directly by Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. In fact, on the 1991 Grammy Legends Awards, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons performed Uptown Girl for Billy Joel. So kind of a really cool full circle moment there. The song I picked from the Four Seasons is Big Girls Don't Cry. And a big reason for it is the driving beat with the hand clap, the moving bass and guitar part that really have a similarity to Uptown Girl, and the you know, that very similar that is in both songs. Uh, clearly, when Billy is singing Uptown Girl, it's right out of this song. It's a fun, lighthearted song, good energy, classic. And this came out in October 1962 and went to number 13 in the UK. And this was also a number one Hot 100 song and R&B song in America in 1962 as well. So here is Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons with Big Girls Don't Cry. After Uptown Girl, we're going into Careless Talk on the Innocent Man album, if you're following along. And this song was very much inspired by Sam Cooke. Careless Talk has a interesting, almost a little bit of a Latin feel. It's a little smooth and jazzy in a way, but it's got 
just some great rhythms and a very smooth vocal delivery. And Sam Cooke is one of the smoothest singers that ever graced a recording studio in a stage. Uh, he's absolutely one of my favorites of this era. I chose the song Wonderful World, which was actually written by Lou Adler and Herp Alpert with Sam Cooke revising some of the lyrics as well. So he's credited as a songwriter. This was recorded kind of in an impromptu session from what I'm reading in 1959 and was released as a single in 1960 as his last single on the Keen record label before he signed over with RCA Victor. This is a beautiful lyric, great vocal delivery, and I just love the groove. This is Sam Cooke with Wonderful World. Don't know much about history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a sliding rule is for But I do know what it was too And if this one could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student But I'm trying to be For maybe by Student, baby, I can win your love for me. Don't know much about history, don't know much biology, don't know much about a science book, don't know much about the French I took, but I do know that I love. What a great song. Love Sam Cooke. Next, we're going into Christy Lee here on the Innocent Man album. And this song was, to me, very inspired by Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Richard. Just that classic rock, rockabilly, rock and roll from the 50s. So for this song, I went the Little Richard route with the song Lucille that was released as a single in February of 1957. It is just a classic piano rock and roll. This type of music clearly was influential to Billy Joel. Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis were two of the prominent piano rock and roll players in this era. And it's clear why this would be attractive and influencing to a young Billy. But Chrissy Lee borrows a lot of that feel and a lot of that energy. And this is just a great high energy tune <laughs> you know, what from Little Richard isn't high energy. But this song I thought would be great to pair with Christy Lee. And again, it's from 1957. And this is Lucille by Little Richard. 
morning, Lucy was not in sight. I asked my friends about her, but all the list was tight. This next song on An Innocent Man is Leave a Tender Moment Alone. And there's a few influences that I can certainly hear from it. It's got a very smooth, classic soul vocal delivery, like a, a Smokey Robinson. I could absolutely hear Smokey doing a fantastic cover of this song. Uh, for Feel, though, I've heard Liberty mention it in his book, and I believe I've seen Billy talk about it. For the Feel, there is a lot of Burt Bacharach here. And I'm pointing mostly at the song, What the World Needs Now is Love. This is one of his absolute classic compositions and it was written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. It was originally offered to Dionne Warwick who initially passed it up but she would go on to have a hit with it many years later but the big hit version that you probably all know is by Jackie DeShannon and that was recorded and released in the spring of 1965 and Burt Bacharach conducted and produced the track as well. Just hear a lot of the similarities with the piano just a, a very similar design in the song in some of the rhythmic aspects and the groove as leave a tender moment alone uh it's a beautiful song there's been several covers of it throughout the years but this is the original hit from jackie DeShannon. again it's what the world needs now is love But for everyone 
have to grow There are sunbeams and moonbeams Enough to shine Holy Now we're going into the final song on An Innocent Man and the final track on the playlist. And this has me thinking back through these songs and how remarkable it is that Billy can take all of these different influences from this great era of music and funnel it down through his hands, through his mouth, and create an album that is still very much Billy Joel, yet rooted in these very great classic songs. Because when you listen to it, you can certainly hear the influences, but there's no mistaking that this is a Billy Joel record. And also, I find it pretty amazing how this was such an unlikely hit for 1983. If you look at the pop charts around this time, you know, you had so many... I mean, first of all, it was loaded with incredible music. But to have an album that was a direct homage to the music of the 50s and the 60s and even the early 70s here, the odds of this being relevant on the pop charts in 1983 on paper doesn't make sense but billy was able to make this record that was classic and also current and modern at the same time so it's a really fascinating time in his career so before we get into this last song i want to thank everyone for tuning in this has been a lot of fun i love examining billy's career in these different ways and i just felt like an innocent man made the perfect playlist because of all these direct influences in these songs And so it was really fun to piece it all together and create this fun playlist. And if you want to hear these songs again in full, you can obviously listen back to the episode. But in the show notes, we've got a playlist link on YouTube where you can check these songs out as well. And this is just the tip of the iceberg for An Innocent Man Love this year. Again, we talked about it's the 40th anniversary coming up. So we are definitely going to be doing an album episode in celebration of the 40 years of the album. There's a lot to talk about, a lot to uncover, and we'll see if we can get some fun guests involved this time around as well. I love doing the album episodes, and An Innocent Man was an album that's very special to me because I was four years old about when it came out and really diving headfirst into music at that young age. And An Innocent Man never left my little tape player. And my turntable, my Fisher-Price turntable that I had for so many years. This album is a lot of fun to talk about and listen to. The final song is Clean Up Woman by Betty Wright. And so the story goes, they were in the studio making the record. And Russell Javers was just kind of fooling around a little bit, playing this riff 
cleanup woman by Betty Wright. And it caught Billy's ear and it intrigued him. And he took that idea, went home and wrote Keeping the Faith around that guitar riff idea. And so this certainly has a connection to a cleanup woman. If you listen to this version up ahead here, the guitar part, the bass, the drums, the whole groove and feel, it all works together. And the horn parts, it's a lot like Keeping the Faith in a very good way. And so this is a fun way to round out the playlist. Again, thanks everyone for sticking around and hanging out with me. We'll be back with another episode together with Jack in a couple weeks, but we're going to wind it down now with the final song, Clean Up Woman by Betty Wright. Thanks again, everyone. Talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.